Hey, it's Ralph here. Q1 is now closing and it probably didn't go as well as you had hoped, but I'm sure your agency is probably telling you that they crushed it. But in reality, it crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you are, if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what that thing is, go on over to tier11.com forward slash apply. It will set you up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make us agencies look good, but something that actually moves the needle and makes you more money, acquires more new customers, and ultimately achieves your vision. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash apply today. Welcome to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. And this is the show where we share cutting edge strategies and acquiring leads and sales for your business through paid traffic. And today it's all going to be about you, the marketing manager, the CMO, the chief marketing officer, the entrepreneur who's doing all your marketing right now. There's a lot of you that listen to this show, and I don't think we've ever done a show on how to hire an internal team, the questions that you must ask, the things that you must look for, or if you have an agency, you know, perhaps there is something that you should be doing to improve their performance. Uh, and these questions based upon 10 areas of marketing are, are going to be really helpful in sharpening the saw, I think, for if you are working with a current agency or if you're looking for a new agency, this is a great thing to do. We'll actually have a download for this for you, the marketing manager, CMO, whatever it is that you call yourself, the chief cook and bottle washer who's doing all the marketing. You might actually be the entrepreneur who's listening to this show and trying to figure out ways to scale and grow your business. And uh, we'll give you some pointers here today on how to do that through hiring an internal team. So we will get to the 22 questions that you must ask across 10 very important areas of marketing right after this quick break. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wouters and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way 
using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. All right, so we are back. We're going to be talking here today about how to hire an agency, how to look for an agency, or how to hire your own internal team, the things that you need to look out for. In all of this, you can get the complete download of everything that we're going to discuss here today over at tier11.com forward slash CMO. That's tier11.com forward slash CMO. We'll leave links in the show notes for that as well. So this is a question that we get quite a bit. I mean, obviously, I own an agency. Custom owns an agency. So is this a self-serving episode? No, it's something that we talk to a lot of businesses every single week. And there are some cases where we actually say, you guys really don't need us. What you need is maybe the plan that they had paid for or that they had gotten from us, or maybe in Costum's case, I think there's a free audit that they do. And maybe the best thing to do is actually hire an internal team based upon what we see in the numbers and in their advertising, what they're currently doing. We, we look at their entire customer acquisition path. When I say that, customer acquisition path is everything from the front end messaging all the way to the offer and the upsells, everything through. That's the entire pathway in which you turn cold traffic, people who don't know who you are, into lifelong customers. Advertising is one component of that, but there's a whole lot after the click. And there's a lot of things that we pick up that many, many businesses are missing. And they're just you know, little hinges that can swing big doors. And we'll actually be doing a, a fair amount of that after the click stuff in coming episodes here. But that's not what we're talking about here today. We're talking about you, the marketing manager, trying to figure out like how to help your company scale and grow. Maybe you've got a boss breathing down your back. Maybe somebody who keeps saying like, how's it going? How's the job going? And, you know, you, you answer with, oh, you know, I can't complain. Things could be worse. Like that's not exactly a great way to answer. You want to be able to say, yes, I'm confident exactly how I'm doing my job, my team, my internal team, my agency. I have full confidence in them to get the job done and to help me scale and grow this company here. Whether you're the guy that's in charge or the gal that's in charge or whether you're in charge of the marketing department. So the funny thing is, is that only 5% of CMOs and marketing managers, according to a study by Deloitte, are highly confident in their ability to impact the overall direction of their business. That is, That means that 95% of CMOs actually lack confidence that they can demonstrate financial impact. So if that's you, then this episode of Perpetual Traffic is definitely for you. Now, at the same time, 83% of CEOs expect their CMOs to be key revenue contributors. This is another study that was done by McKinsey and company. I'm not just pulling stuff out of thin air. Like There is a ton of references, and you'll see this in the download if you choose to do it. The point is, is that CEOs are asking more from their CMOs than ever before, especially within a challenging environment like this that we're facing right now. And it's not going to get any easier. And if there's a recession coming or not a recession coming, it's just going to get harder for you. So I, I think this episode comes probably at a very good time if you are the one who's running the marketing for your company. Adding to that pressure, CMOs have the highest turnover rate of any executive role in the C-suite. So if you're a marketing manager, maybe you're not in the C-suite, but we're talking big companies here. CMOs on average stay with an organization between 36 to 48 months. 
That is not job security by any stretch. And once again, that's that was pulled from a study that was done, an independent study of what CEOs and CMOs are doing right now at this very moment. And it is certainly a challenging time and it's going to get more and more challenging. So if you're feeling like the pressure is on you right now as a marketing manager, chances are you're not alone. And that is that is why we're doing today's show. All right. So what are the 10 things that you need to concern yourself with and the questions that you need to ask if you are a CMO or a marketing manager? Well, the first three questions have to do with planning for success. So getting answers to the first three questions here will be able to build confidence for you, reduce stress, and sets you up for success. So yet another study, the C-suite executives, 575 C-suite executives from Fortune 500 companies, that once again, only 5% of CMOs are highly confident in their ability to meet the revenue goals of the organization. And it starts with a solid plan. So one of the questions that we advise people on when they are either interviewing or looking to hire an agency or, or types of questions that they want to ask their internal team is, how do you plan on analyzing the current and historical data in your accounts? These are ad accounts, of course. And the very first thing you must know is how well that agency or internal team will diagnose the constraints inside your customer acquisition strategy. If your team can't identify or provide any sort of historical proof, insights, or clear answers to this fundamental question, you should seriously consider either more training for your internal team or perhaps even considering hiring another agency. Now, another question to ask on the plan for success is, if you're analyzing that data, what will you do with that information? So, Upon analyzing the data, what will you do with the information? So does the internal team have the proper holistic lens or the experience to analyze all the big levers in your marketing efforts? Can they articulate their claims into a detailed action plan that's aligned with your company goals? These are all important things for you to know in the first three most important questions when planning for success. So the third question that we advise folks to ask their internal teams or marketing departments or, or agencies, is there some kind of unique plan or process that you all use to execute on ideas and strategies? And unique plan is important here, but proven track record is even more important. So the devil's in the details. You want to know the details of how they're actually going to execute on the plan itself. Remember that 95% of CMOs from some of the top Fortune 500 companies, some of the biggest companies in the world, don't have the confidence to demonstrate financial impact in their jobs. So asking these types of hard questions, one of the, one of the big things that we actually hold as a core value inside Tier 11 is what referred to as radical candor. And radical candor is from the Brene Brown book, which is an amazing book. I have my entire management team, leadership team read it. And we study it and we use it and we actually have it as a part of our core values is asking these tough questions. And sometimes you might not get the answers that you want. Sometimes when you flip over the rock out in the backyard, the creepy crawly things that are underneath it, you really don't want to see what's underneath there, but you got to see what's underneath there, especially if it's your job on the line as the marketing manager or the CMO. So you have to ask these questions and challenge your agency, challenge your 
your internal team. Challenge the people who report to you. And it's really important to have that kind of radical candor. And if they're not producing the results that you look for, chances are it's because they don't have a plan for success. All right, so the next three questions that we advise CMOs and marketing managers to ask their internal teams or their agencies are all about cross-channel traffic. And this is now becoming even more important than ever. Yes, there are single source providers of individual channels. That's fine. And I think the success for Facebook ad agencies, specifically Google ad agencies, those will continue to thrive in a really segmented or highly niched environment. That's okay. But you as a CMO or a marketing manager, you probably have to aggregate all these agencies together. For example, we've worked with companies where we only do the Facebook ads, and then there's a Google agency and a CRO agency, and there's an e-commerce agency, and there's a design agency, and then there's a copywriting agency, and then there's an email agency, and then there's an AI agency, and then there's a tracking agency. And all these integral parts, what they have to do is they have to talk to each other. And what ends up happening in cases like that, and we've seen it many times, we have this less now than ever before, is that the, the communication between all the individual agencies really doesn't mesh. And it ends up promoting a lot of cross-channel issues. So what these companies end up doing is they end up knitting together all this communication from all these disparate parts. And it's really, really hard, especially with cross-channel, especially if you have you know four or five agencies running different channels of traffic. It, it is really important to have a cross-channel traffic strategy. We're, we're big advocates of that. You know, the two that we tend to really rely on because we focus on top of funnel. We don't focus on people already know who you are and all your agency is doing is just branded display or like your top keywords on search. Like that's okay, but that's not really expanding your market. That's not helping you as the CMO or the marketing manager scale and grow your business to feel confident in your ability to be able to create financial performance for the company that you're working at. And especially if you're the entrepreneur and you're doing it yourself, you know, if you, if you are single channel and all you're doing is just retargeting, and we see this all the time when we'll analyze ad accounts, they're just doing the easy stuff. Like people who have visited our website organically and we're retargeting them and paying for them and then running retargeting ads. That's great. That's, that's a good indication that your offer has some legs but the true measure of an agency and an internal team and a business is new customer acquisition. And that comes from a customer acquisition path that maybe it might be multiple pathways. And we've done lots of case studies here on this show about how we've been able to assist those companies in diversifying their front end resources. We do it. I know Cosm does that. I know our best customers do it. They have more than one way to become a customer or at least a contact. And you do that by diversifying your offers as well as using a cross-channel traffic strategy. So these questions here are, are specifically for that. So fun fact here is that 46% of senior marketers, 46% only use one channel in their advertising. And the problem is, is that senior marketers, 46% of those do not have cross-channel training. And worst of all, 
even the ones that only use one channel, <laughs> they don't know which part of that channel actually works best. In that group, there's 57% that actually do use more than one channel, and they don't know. 37% don't know which channel works best for them. So the point is, is like you need to a way in which to sort of triangulate your attribution and you're never going to get it perfect. Okay. There's tools that are out there that certainly assist with that. The free tools that, that Chris Mercer mentioned a few podcasts ago is Google Analytics, whether it's GA4 or the older Google Analytics version. The point is, is that having attribution, being able to at least make a best guess as to which channel is actually creating which part of the sale, or maybe they're all being done together is really, really important, especially now. We tend to use some third-party tools, which we've mentioned here a number of times, Wicked Reports, Northbeam, and but we found that you know, at the end of the day, most companies don't even use Google Analytics. Google Analytics is just a free tool that at least you can sort of get out of the cave and start seeing the light in your business by by utilizing Google Analytics. So certainly do go back and listen to the Chris Mercer episodes. We did two of them not too long back, probably two of the most important episodes that we've done here on Perpetual Traffic. Hey guys, it's Kasim here. And I'm so sorry to be the doom and gloom guy, but I'm hoping this acts as a bit of a wake-up call for you. We've been talking a lot about how the iOS thing has advertisers flying blind, sprinkling in the rising cost of ads and supply chain issues. I think we have a real entrepreneurial challenge ahead of us. And the bad news is, a lot of businesses are going to be washed away over the coming months. The good news is that the ones who adapt are going to come out even stronger. That's why it's important to focus on the things that you can control. Tighten up your website, improve your CRO, collect as much first-party data as you can, and test, test, and do more testing. And if you need help with that, go to our friends at Conversion Fanatics. They're running hundreds of tests in all sorts of industries, so they know what's working now. Check the show notes for the link, or you can visit them at conversionfanatics.com. So when it comes to cross-channel traffic, there's a number of questions that you should ask. First off is, what traffic channels do you work with and how do you strategize when running multi-channel advertising? How do you strategize when running multi-channel advertising? And most importantly, follow-up question to that is, how do you measure success across the different channels? Now, remember, there are lots of types of traffic. And we have identified sort of three different types. There's interruption-based traffic, which is the social channels, Facebook and, and Instagram being the two largest. There's interrupted intent traffic, which is YouTube, which has a certain amount of interruption marketing, you know, those pre-roll ads that you see that you probably click a lot and wait for the five seconds. But there is also search-based. There's intent-based ads based upon your previous search history. Not to forget on the interruption side of the equation to add in is also, in addition to Facebook and Instagram, is now Performance Max. It's a really great interruption-based tool. Yes, there's search, there's branded search, there's people searching for your name and you're getting organic searches that way. But through the display network, 
through the six different platforms that Performance Max now uses, it's now become a hybrid almost of interruption and interrupted intent traffic. YouTube is one of the ones that's really sort of a hybrid of those, which is the reason why we mention it here. And then, of course, there's intent traffic, and that is search traffic. That is somebody who is, has a very specific intent. They want to make a search to find the best most affordable stepladder. <laughs> and if you show up either one, two, or three, or through Google shopping, you know, you're in luck. Or you get the first Amazon listing, you're probably in luck. So very different from somebody who doesn't know who you are. That is Facebook, Instagram, Performance Max, Snapchat, TikTok to, to a certain degree, interrupted intent-based advertising, which is primarily YouTube, which has a little bit of search, a little bit of interruption there. And then last but not least, Google search and all the different platforms being especially people are searching for you or very specific solutions to solve their problems. So how does the agency, how does the internal team work with all those different channels? And how do they measure success across all those different channels? And that is really vitally important questions to ask your internal team or your agency or your agency, your thinking about hiring. The next set of questions is about avatar research. And once again, you can get this whole outline of how we put this all together, especially with all the the links and the references over at tier11.com forward slash CMO. And uh, you can use this and interrogate your own team or your current agency or your, the agency that you're thinking about hiring. So avatar research is question six through seven. Interesting fact here is 71% of companies using avatars exceeded their revenue and lead goals. And 26% of companies who miss reaching their goals do so because they have not identified their avatar. It's constantly a question that we have inside and it's part of everything that we do, both for our internal marketing as well as for our customers. And without it, I can tell you 71% companies, that's probably understated. If you have at least a very good idea of your multiple avatars, it might not just be one, it might be three or four or five in some cases. It might be a combination of three, four or five. It's a you're a step ahead of most marketers because you've done the research. Now remarkably, 43% of companies have never done avatar research. So even the 71% of companies who use avatars who exceed their, their revenue and lead goals, still some of them have never really delved into it very deeply. So it's no wonder that 70% of companies who missed their revenue and lead targets did not do any sort of qualitative avatar research. So the bottom line is, is this, is that avatar research is a vitally important. And if you don't have a team who is actively looking for and trying to understand and speaks to in your messaging, your ad copy creative to a specific avatar, you are going to miss, and the data shows it, you are going to miss your revenue targets. So it's vitally important that you ask these sort of questions to your team. The first question that we ask is, what's your process of discovering and defining customer avatars? Kind of a simple question. You can almost almost sort of write themselves. So if we've established the fact that 71% of companies who exceed revenue and lead gen goals have documented personas of their ideal avatar, their ideal customer, and they use them in their marketing, therefore 
their internal teams probably have a good answer to this question. What's your process for discovering and defining customer avatars? So the creatives, the copywriting, the landing pages, the funnel steps, everything is in sync and in alignment with an avatar. If you attract an avatar through an ad, but then they click and the the landing page or the sales page is incongruent or doesn't talk to the same avatar. Perhaps you're talking to a a middle-aged, you know, white male, 55 to 64, for example, and then your page that you send that traffic to, maybe you have another avatar, it's a 35 to 54-year-old female speaking very different language, very different wording based upon what their true desires are and who they are and what it is that they're really looking for, the solution that they're trying to find with your product or service you're not going to be successful. So this has got to be consistent all the way through your entire customer acquisition path, which is very, very important. So it's got to be just not the ads, but everything all the way through, which includes after the click and all of your individual funnel steps. Next question to ask is, what kind of deliverables will I get on the customer avatar you're developing for me? So if your internal team can't answer these two questions, to your full satisfaction, beware, because you are going to suffer as a result. And once again, 71% of companies who exceed revenue and lead gen goals have documented personas on file and use them. There's the old story about Home Depot, where they actually used to have Homer, their avatar, who you can actually see in a lot of the visuals inside a Home Depot store, sit in the boardroom when they were doing either their boardroom meetings or their marketing meetings. So their avatar, their persona, their customer is actually sitting there so they can never forget it. And if you don't do it, you're just, you're going to miss your goals. The next set of questions is about testing creatives. Now, creatives are ad copy, video, image, whatever is used in the ad itself to attract your ideal customer. And once you actually know your avatar, you can then create advertising and copy and images and creatives that are in alignment with that avatar. So 44% of CMOs, (laughs) yet another study, confess to failing at the customer journey acquisition and conversion. But not only that, 69% of CMOs admit that they're failing at multi-level, multi-channel marketing platforms. These are CMOs primarily from Fortune 500 companies in this particular study. But CEOs, the guy or gal who is in charge, expect CMOs, the marketing department, to be the key driver of revenue growth. And 86% of those marketing managers and CMOs say that they lack the kind of resources and capabilities and it impairs their performance. So chances are you're probably in one of these groups here or you have at least some doubts on how you're currently marketing to the outside world. And once again, this is for internal teams as well as for agencies. Everybody needs to be held accountable, even if it's for you and you're the only one that's doing your marketing and you don't have an internal team. You should still be asking yourself these questions. It's like interviewing yourself as CEO guy interviewing CMO guy or CEO gal interviewing CMO gal. Like The point is, is that you should be asking these questions in order to get the results. Now, this has all led to the fact that 95% of CMOs and marketing managers admit that all of these deficiencies have resulted in lost revenue, which if you feel like you are losing revenue or you're leaving money on the table, 
chances are you might not be asking these types of questions inside when it comes to testing creatives. So it's super, super important. Now, CMOs in the 2021 edition of the Gartner's Digital Marketing Survey found that when CMOs or marketing managers were asked about their digital marketing objectives for 2021, four of the five top objections relate back to the goal of new customer acquisition, which directly relates to how do you attract your avatar, but how do you attract them with the right type of creative, with the right type of messaging? In fact, 45% responded that they wanted to improve lead quality. 38% said they wanted to acquire new customers. 35% said driving increased sales among identified leads or people that they're actually nurturing through their email sequences, as well as 35%, again, wanted to increase brand awareness. Now, how do you do this? You do this by creating messaging and avatars like we mentioned before, but also using strategies for testing creative. So the number one question you should ask, and this is relatively obvious here, is what strategies or formulas do you use for testing creatives? How do you test your advertising? How do you test your front end messaging? What's your methodology? And it should make sense to you. And they should actually show you examples of here's what we did and here's how we were able to produce this result, tangible results, whether it's your internal team or it's an outside agency. So they should have a logical process, a methodology, and the mindset for testing. And this is not just a new image every now and then or a new video every now and then. This is entire creatives, angles, copy, messaging. It's the key. It's the most important driver after avatars of new customer acquisition. And the second question you should ask is, how do you organize any tests that the team runs here or the agency runs? So it's easy in most cases for an agency to come up with maybe a 30 or 60 day plan when you first work with them. But what happens six months in? What do they do every single month? Are they doing a quarterly review? This kind of goes back to having a plan and being able to test. So most agencies and teams I've found sort of come on like a house of fire in the initial 60 to 90 days. And then the ideas start to burn out and they get complacent. And it's hard because humans by nature just want to take the path of least resistance. But you as the person who's in charge has got to constantly be in charge of that, not for the output, but for asking these questions. So what strategies and formulas do you use for testing and how do you organize any tests that your team runs? At the end of the day, you want your internal team or your agency swinging the axe at all times. And it's, it's true when things are going well. And it's more important when performance is down. But what we say is that you should, as soon as things are going well, you should then be fearful for things not going well. And that's when you should be testing is when things are going well. Because when things are not going well, you're missing your KPIs, you're missing your ROAS targets, whatever it is, your lead gen or your, your cost per lead, whatever it happens to be, your just raw purchases, it's because you hadn't prepared for the times when maybe those creatives or those messages start to sort of burn out. And they do eventually burn out. The real trick to it is sometimes the ones that burn out, you can reintroduce back into the market, maybe six months later, a little ninja tip for you there. But the point is, is that if you don't have a testing methodology, then you're really not going to be able to achieve your goals through the company. 
So I want to thank you for listening and make sure that you do subscribe and leave a rating wherever you're listening. Of course, let us know what we can do better over at perpetualtraffic.com forward slash better. This actually was the answer to a question that we had and that I get a fair amount is what are the questions that you guys actually ask when you're interviewing you know, potential customers and questions that you recommend to have, have businesses ask of agencies? making sure that that both sides are staying honest with this whole thing. It's important for both sides to not interrogate, but ask the types of questions that really will uncover the best match for you and your business. And uh, we found that through perpetualtraffic.com forward slash better. So I appreciate your feedback there. Follow myself and Kasim over on Twitter. I'm Ralph HB. And go back and listen to previous episodes. We'll leave a lot of links in the show notes over at perpetualtraffic.com, as well as a link back to the CMO's 22 questions across 10 areas of marketing. The CMO's guide for the 22 questions across 10 areas of marketing that you must ask to hire the right internal team or the right external agency. That's over at tier11.com forward slash CMO. Until next show, see ya. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic, 